Hello and welcome to Additive Insight, your source of news, interviews and comments on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence, brought to you by TCT Magazine. I'm your host, Sam Davis, and on today's episode, we're joined by Pierre Gonatan, a 3D printing business development manager at Arkema, to discuss the company's easy 3D additive manufacturing service offering. Pierre joined Arkema in 2019 to support the development of new markets for ultra-performance polymers like PEC, before moving to the company's additive manufacturing team in early 2022. Since then, he has played an integral role in developing Arkema's easy 3D platform, which leans on Arkema's extensive materials expertise and a network of additive manufacturing service bureau. Easy 3D allows users to upload their parts, get automated material recommendations, and get instant quotes before deciding how to produce their components. During the episode, Pierre provides insights into how the Easy 3D platform works, why the company has partnered with 3 or Mind to deliver the service, and which materials are currently available through the platform. We also discussed the challenge of sustainability in AM, as well as trends Arkema is observing in 3D printing adoption and application. If you like what you're here, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more additive insight, head on over to tctmagazine.com where you can subscribe to the print edition of TCT Magazine and our weekly additive insight newsletter for free. Pierre, welcome to the Additive Insight podcast. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you for hosting me. No worries. So um, you've been with, with Arkema since 2019, uh, moving to, to the additive manufacturing team in early 2022. And since then, have been heavily involved in the development and launch of the Arkema Easy 3D platform. So, can you explain the motivation behind Arkema's decision to launch a 3D printing service? And I guess talk about the the challenges um, Arkema feels that this platform is is solving for for users. Sure, sure. So first, uh, Arkema is a key player in uh, in materials manufacturing. I would say. Uh, producing materials for injection molding, extrusion, and so on, but also for 3D printing. And we keep trying, like helping users to adopt additive manufacturing with the right technical solutions. Um, and for 3D printing specifically, as a global picture, we are providing material solutions for the main three polymer technologies, I would say, to so the, the liquid resins for UV curing, the thermoplastic powders for powder bed fusion technologies like uh, SLS or uh, HPMJF, for instance, and thermoplastic pellets for filament extrusions uh, like uh, FDM technologies. Um, and back to your question on uh, Easy 3D, actually, uh, that's, a, that's a good point. So we had identified that the uh, additive manufacturing users uh, are digital native, and we want to speak the same language and providing them the, the right tools for their project. Um, so I would say that the basic goal was to make uh, additive manufacturing adoption easier and help people navigate with within the, the, the all the materials, all the technologies, and the additive manufacturing ecosystem uh, globally. Um, and we tried to solve uh, a few challenges. I would say that the main one was like uh, if I am a user and I know the part requirements uh, that. Uh, I need for my project, but I'm not sure what technology or what material to use, and I would like to compare different options. It's not very easy, uh, usually. So uh, that's the first point. Uh, we try to provide this expertise uh, in a in an intuitive way, I would say. The second challenge uh, maybe 
Um, the point is that if I'm a user and I know what material to use, but I don't know where to buy and at what price, uh, this is the second step on the platform, which is uh, if you have identified the technical solution for your project, then we put you in direct contact with people, part from by providers who are able to quote uh, and to uh, and to deliver the parts that you that you need for for your project. So it's all from the material recommendation to the final uh, ordering of a part. And, and how would you say the the easy 3D service platform complements? You know, as you mentioned, Archima's got um, you know is a main player in, in materials, has extensive exp- expertise in materials. How does the service, uh, the easy 3D service, complement what Archima already does on the on the material side? I would say um, that. This easy 3D platform, uh, it allows the user to select the ideal uh, 3D printing material and to other parts online, uh, all with just a few clicks. So I would rather say that uh, Arkema's expertise is condensed into easy 3D. Um, and it's a way, so this platform is a way to articulate uh, our expertise in materials, basically, to make it more, I would say, accessible and user friendly. Uh, for additive manufacturing, but uh, still keeping the possibility of uh, having human interactions and asking for help uh, if there is a need for uh, direct uh, communication to to experts in materials. Mm-hmm. And so, can you explain, I guess, a a typical part ordering process that a user will go through when using Easy 3D? Um, so first, uh, of course, it's about creating an account with uh, an ID and a password, and then uh, the user journey is quite simple, I would say. Um, first, the user creates its project by uploading a, a 3D file, uh, like a STL file or all traditional uh, uh, file templates are, are possible. And then um, when the, the, when getting the material recommendation, so it means that you upload the, the, the file, then you answer a few questions about uh, re- requirements that you need for you, for your project, like what is the temperature range that it will, that the part will be exposed to, are there chemical uh, aggressive constraints, uh, is there a need for uh, whatever coloring and so on, uh, and then the platform will give you the material recommendation. Um, and to order, then you can see instant quotes or request manual ones uh, from different suppliers who are able to print the material with the technology that has been recommended for the project. Um, and then I would say that the last step is uh, like a traditional marketplace, uh, which means that the user can select the part provider based on the geography, based on the pricing, based on the lead time, and so on. Uh, and it's also possible to add post-processing if needed uh, for some uh, part suppliers uh, and then order directly uh, uh, within a few clicks. In terms of the, the automated uh, material recommendation capability, can you explain exactly how how that capability works? Yeah. Um, so there is indeed a... a an algorithmic selection tool uh, developed uh, using both the Archim expertise and the Three Your Man uh, digital competencies uh, during the de- development phase. Um, I would say that the key uh, was the development of this tool uh, during the, 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 the first uh, stage of the project. Um, it was first about collecting data, organizing data, because you cannot create a tool uh, without uh, relying on strong data. 
uh, and based on this technical uh, data, um, the algorithms that has been developed uh, is elaborating basically a technical scoring for your business case, uh, comparing what you answered to all the questions versus all the material options. Uh, and then uh, it selects the best ones, technically speaking, uh, with also some insight about uh, the, the, the cost. Uh, there are some technologies and some materials that are uh, more expensive than, than others. So it's also giving like uh, uh, an overview. And then uh, you can select the best ones uh, depending on, uh, on what you need. And as a result, uh, you end up on a page uh, with different uh, key points that are highlighted. Um, the first one is the recommended material family with the key features uh, of, the, of the global family. For instance, like a PA11 explaining that this polyamide, long chain polyamide, is bio-based, uh, is uh, perfect for uh, mechanical performance, uh, for impact resistance, and so on. Then going uh, a bit deeper into the, the top three specific grades uh, that could fit your project based uh, on the data uh, with the associated uh, technical scoring. So explaining like the first grade will be like answering 74% of your request. The second one will be like 50% and the third one could be 45%, for instance. Uh, and the last point that will be highlighted in the results page uh, is the comparison of the first three alternatives, uh, criteria per criteria. So saying for each criteria, uh, is it okay? Is it so-so, uh, or is it totally uh, out of the uh, out of the project for 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 the part? Mm -hmm. And I would say that maybe one more comment is that the more answers you give uh, at the first stage, which is about answering the technical questions, uh, the better I would say the the recommendation for the for the project. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you mentioned there that uh, Arkema is working with Three Your Mind um, to enable a lot of the, the capabilities that are offered on the UG 3D platform. Can you explain why Three Your Mind is deemed to be the best fit for what you are trying to deliver with UG 3D? Yeah, uh, so our core DNA is not uh, IT for sure. So we are experts in, in materials, not in, uh, in developing uh, software solutions. Uh, and we wanted to partner with uh, with people who do that uh, much better than what we do. Um, I would say that the key points in terms of selecting a partner were to, we wanted to be fast in terms of development, like uh, try something, fail and improve. Um, and we definitely liked the value proposition from Three Your Mind, uh, which is a German, uh, German company for several reasons. Uh, so we could rely on building blocks like the ERP system and so on. So not redoing everything from uh, from scratch for the for the project. Um, they were they were showing an ability to to design uh, a customized tool uh, based on our inputs because the um, the automated material selection tool is something that uh, we wanted to be uh, developed uh, based on the Arkham expertise and with the. Uh, the, the way we wanted to articulate the data behind. Um, it was also, with Free Your Mind, I, we, we felt it was the right balance between, between customization and existing uh, frame for, for developing something. Uh, and we actually, we were very happy. Uh, in the timing, we developed a project which was quite fast uh, with their team, which was 
uh, agile and responsive and which was dedicated to uh, to make the project work so it was uh, i would say a great collaboration with uh, with them we continue to uh, to to work together because uh, uh, the platform will also have evolve uh, we will add new features new materials and so on new technologies so uh, we'll continue to uh, to collaborate on that project for sure so how long have have has Arkema been working on on the the kind of concept of of EG three D and at what at what stage did three your mind come into into the project? Um, so official officially we released uh, we announced it at Form Next twenty twenty two so right. in no- November twenty twenty two and then we had we had a few months uh, for the development of the platform together with uh, with three your mind. Uh, and it was released in April 2022. So, say about yeah, six months of uh, of development to uh, to to start to have something. Uh, what was also good is that we, we were able to do like internal beta testing phase with some uh, some people internally testing the tool before releasing it. We were also able to do like external beta testing with some uh, some partners identified uh, being able to uh, upload parts. Test them, test the material recommendations, see does it make sense for their project, and so on. So, getting feedback was a was a key point uh, to better assess um, is this really capabilities, is this really uh, user friendliness, uh, and the, the the user journey is t- is very very important when releasing a tool that can be uh, used by everybody on, on the web. Mm. Um. As we've as we've spoke about throughout, obviously materials is a, you know, is, is what Arkema do, um, and it's a big part of the the easy 3D platform. Is it is it just Arkema materials that are available to users of this platform, or or are there other third party materials that they have access to also? Uh, yes, yes, indeed, uh, at least for now, um, and I. See yeah there are, there are a few reasons for that so but that's a question that we 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 asked ourselves uh, when starting the project but first um, this this tool so is this really is meant to to help people navigate first within the Arkema polymer I would say universe we have different families of material uh, some plastics uh, which are from different families like long chain polyamides uh, flexible elastomers, uh, high temperature uh, polyarylator ketones, PVDF, which is a, a polymer also uh, used for like uh, chemical inertness uh, and the high purity. So it's it's already a lot of different grades that are available for for that, um, and we wanted to go relatively fast, uh, which means focusing on a, on a limited number of solutions if we want to to, to start with something. Uh, and third, I would say that um, uh, our expertise makes sense uh, in the material that in the materials that we manufacture, uh, that we manufacture and we deal with on a daily basis. Um, and for sure, we have less, less, I would say, data or expertise on all of the materials. Uh, for instance, if we are talking about commodity plastics like ABS and PP, we do not produce them, we do not compete with them. Uh, even though there are a few ones which are used in 3D printing, um, it's totally different, I would say, in terms of re- requirements that would be needed from the users for their projects requiring high performance uh, versus uh, other materials uh, that we, we 
we, we need to focus our efforts on what we know uh, and where it makes sense for, for the, the performance material that we provide. Mm -hmm. And in, in terms of the, um, I guess, the, the manufacturing partners that the, the Easy3D um, platform uses, can you provide some insight into how Archema can ensure quality and, and reliability in the manufacture of parts and the printing of, of parts when using a network that relies on, on kind of external manufacturing partners? The, the, the partners we work with, uh, uh, we work for them for, for, I would say, for several years uh, mm. with the access quality and uh, good feedback from the, from the, the, the end users uh, getting parts from them. Um, certifications are available also like uh, ISO standards for uh, process management and so on. And I would, I would add to that that some of uh, these integrated partners are even members of, uh, I would say, more global uh, networks like the, the HP Digital Manufacturing Network. Uh, and some of them are also part, uh, members of uh, EOS Contract Manufacturing Network. Uh, so these kind of networks are certified by HP and US, which are leading providers of uh, industrial 3D printing solutions. Uh, and this also helps us uh, having more confidence uh, in the parts uh, that will be produced uh, for the users. And, and back onto materials in terms of the, I guess, materials roadmap for, for Archema and for Easy3D moving forward. What can you tell us about I guess the materials that are already available via the, the platform and, and the materials you want to kind of onboard going forward. So uh, we started with the, uh, some commercial grades, uh, in particular for uh, powder bed fusion technologies and uh, filament extrusion. Uh, so the, 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 the main ones are uh, polyamide 11, polyamide 12, uh, PBAX uh, elastomers and uh, high temperature uh, polyarate or ketones, uh, capstan peak, AK. Um, but we, are con we continue to, uh, to work on uh, material development. This is the, the core DNA of, uh, uh, of Arkema. Uh, there will be very soon two new materials that will be integrated. Uh, one more grade on, uh, on PBAX uh, for powder bed fusion technologies and also uh, PEKK with uh, a, a neat PEKK grade that will be uh, that will be released soon and available on the platform. So uh, these are the, the two next ones. And uh, hopefully we will also be able to enlarge the, the, the portfolio of solutions, uh, like having UV resins uh, also available on the on the platform. So I would say a lot of new uh, solutions uh, for the for the projects uh, to be added to uh, to Easy3D. Mm. Because as you as you mentioned um, earlier in our conversation, Arkema obviously is this you know big materials business before it even entered um, the additive manufacturing industry. So and I guess the the reason Arkema has come into the additive manufacturing industry is to open up the materials availability for users. What's your assessment when you compare what Arkema does in, in more conventional manufacturing industries to, to the progress it's making in AM? What's your assessment of the, the options that users have and the, I guess the work that companies like Arkema still need to do to optimise materials for 3D printing processes? It's a it's a big question, uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's very important uh, because yeah I would say uh, AM is very new compared to the tra traditional uh, manufacturing uh, methods like uh, CNC machining or 
injection molding. Um, first, the, the variety of materials is very different. Uh, there are so many different grades that you can use in the injection molding versus what is available for, for 3D printing for now uh, because of the technologies. We have so many different, I would say, AM technologies versus an injection molding machine is quite simple. <laughs> you have to, to heat the polymer and then to, 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 to add pressure and in, inject it. And basically, uh, this is it. Uh, for AM, when you think about SLS, it's very different from MJF, even though it's uh, for the bed fusion uh, technology, uh, which is very different from uh, what you, you can do with uh, uh, FDM, for instance. Um, so definitely developing the right materials for uh, the project that makes sense in additive manufacturing, which means that where additive manufacturing makes sense, like customization, like uh, changing the design to optimize things and have lightweight solutions, uh, globally speaking, with lattice structures and so on. Um, it's as the volumes are lower than for uh, traditional manufacturing uh, methods, we really need to focus our efforts on the materials uh, that will uh, basically enable uh, series production, small series, uh, high series production uh, for the for the projects. Mm -hmm. And in, in terms of materials development and your, your materials roadmaps, is Arkema always kind of led by the demands of its of its customers or, or do you also trust the, the in-house expertise and experience to develop new solutions and then take those to your customer base and, you know, say, look, we have this solution that has these properties and we think it would be suitable for, for this kind of application. Do you, is it, is it one, is it the other, or is it both? Um, I would say it's a bit of both, but uh, product push is rarely uh, successful. So we, we prefer to focus on customer pool, definitely, um, because developing a, a grade for 3D requires time and resource. Um, and yeah, uh, as I said earlier, it's a bit more complicated for 3D because each technology requires specific adjustments uh, because of the atmosphere, for instance, or because the type of energy it's uh, it, it, it's using, so we do not develop uh, materials or grades uh, in our office all, all alone. So for us, developing a grade means collaboration. We can uh, we can we 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 can have insights on where the materials that we manufacture for traditional manufacturing methods like injection molding uh, are used, and then think about would AM make sense for that project with which kind of solutions and then try to think about it together with the partners we work with to develop the right grade for, for this kind of market. But definitely we do not uh, develop a material uh, on, our, on our side and then say to the world, uh, let's use this one for, uh, for, for your project because we'll never be successful uh, uh, all alone. Mm -hmm. Um, as a as a materials developer, uh, you know, a big consideration for for a company like Arkema um, is sustainability. Um, so, how do you assess the sustainability of additive manufacturing, and, and how does a company like Arkema contribute to you know to kind of pushing that forward and you know making the sustainability of these technologies better? Uh, sustainability. So, a short question, but a long answer, I would say. <laughs> 
um, globally uh, in 3D printing. So for sure. So when we we, we talk about uh, additive manufacturing, it's uh, versus subtractive manufacturing. So compared to CNC machining, uh, AM is definitely limiting the scrap generation. Um, there are other benefits for sustainability, definitely, for instance, the logistics, uh, which one of the, the promises of 3D printing is to produce uh, locally uh, on demand. Um, and I would say that the main advantage that I see for, for, for AM uh, is when looking at the function of the part and not only at, uh, at replacing a part or replacing a, a, a technology used to produce a part, uh, for instance, with specific designs, you can optimize the lightweight and the safe consumption in the in the fuel uh, in the fuel lines for 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 EV for not for EV but for for automotive or for uh, airplanes definitely. Um, you can have smarter designs with less assembly. Uh, you can have designs that helps uh, optimizing system efficiency, which is key to reduce globally at the, at, at, at the when you sink at the, at the project when for, for a lifetime, not only for producing the part, but uh, thinking about the use of the project uh, of the parts during a few years. Um, AM is also definitely uh, relevant when thinking about spare parts or repairing parts. Uh, when the spare parts are not easily available uh, versus changing a, a whole system. Um, and I would say, uh, jumping to the point of uh, where does it make sense for a company like Arkema to, uh, to, to does Arkema have, do we have to play a role in, in that? Definitely. First, uh, in terms of uh, using materials having low carbon footprint. Uh, and definitely for that, one of the, the flag, flagships, flag, flag, flagship uh, materials that we have is P11, um, which is an advanced uh, bio-based polymer um, using uh, biogenic carbon, so uh, produced from uh, castor beans. Uh, so compared to the traditional plastics made from uh, fossil, fossil, fossil fuels, it's definitely uh, a way to think about uh, reducing carbon footprint. Um, at, at a global level, at Arkema, it's also about uh, how to uh, think about using uh, green energy, how to be able to uh, save water in our plants. Uh, so it's 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 a it's a it's a global, I would say, roadmap in terms of decarbonization uh, at at uh, at Arkema level, um, where we, we we try to yeah to promote and to 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 help uh, the final users. To, to have a, a roadmap also on a lower carbon footprint, reducing waste. Uh, when we talk about waste, it's also important to talk about like recyclability. Uh, P11, for instance, which is a thermoplastic uh, powder, uh, we can recycle the, the scraps. Uh, we have uh, started uh, successfully uh, uh, a recycling program, which is called Virtucycle. Uh, where we propose to uh, partners uh, to get the used powders, to get used parts, and then these parts we recycle them, we recompound them, and then we uh, we produce new granules which uh, incorporate uh, the scraps, um, and then uh, these granules are used for different applications, different markets like uh, automotive, sports, and so on. So it's it's a way to give a uh, to regenerate uh, and to to start uh, think uh, for a more circular uh, 
way for the, the for this this product. So we say globally, uh, additive manufacturing, uh, uh, it's one of the tools that we have to to go towards more uh, uh, a more sustainable world, definitely uh, via optimization in design, uh, which gives value in the in the long term for the for the the part production. Um, and once again, uh, as Arkema, uh, uh, there is a strong, uh, a strong push, uh, and we we are here for to support the sustainability uh, roadmap uh, the best we can with advanced solutions, so high performance, bio-based solutions, and uh, we'll do our best to uh, to help the the end users with that. Great stuff. Um, a couple more questions to, to finish off. Um, what what trends are you observing in, in 3D printing adoption and, and new application development, either through um, Easy 3D or just generally as you look out at the industry? Uh, I think, yeah, this is linked to, to the previous questions. I think sustainability is, uh, is getting more and more pregnant uh, in, our, uh, in our discussions. Uh, we see traction for more sustainable solutions with lower carbon footprint. Uh, this started with consumer markets where maybe people like in uh, in ski or they, they 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 see the the nature they think about uh, yes what's happening with the global warming and so on so consumers tell us uh, what can you do uh, with more sustainable solutions for 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 material development uh, we see like carbon calculators uh, being developed to assess the the project's impact. Uh, and I think this is a, a great way to assess uh, what what we can do better with uh, additive manufacturing and with solutions like volume ID11 bio-based solutions uh, for 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 that uh, that that project. Uh, in terms of uh, I would say global application development, uh, some trends uh, uh, we see is definitely where the design matters. Uh, like in aerospace, uh, where the design can bring lightweight solutions uh, industrially uh, for specific uh, projects where you can save energy by producing, uh, for instance, a turbine that is a better designed to optimize the, the global uh, uh, energy consumption. Um, applications where the customization is definitely key is also uh, is, is also very uh, very powerful for for AM. Uh, mass customization, but also uh, markets like medical markets, uh, ONP, uh, orthotics and prosthetics is definitely uh, where we see a big fit uh, between high performance materials because when you when you are touching a part, filling a part, uh, bending parts, you need some you need materials that will resist to that, uh, and it's basically uh, each patient is different, so uh, AM makes totally sense for this kind of uh, of situations and uh, and finally pierre and, and thank you for, for taking the time today what do you see as the remaining challenges that the industry as a collective needs to overcome for the for the potential of additive manufacturing to be fully realized um there are there are there are some challenges uh, for sure because there are a lot of promises but also a lot of uh, a, a lot of challenges um, in terms of uh, of cost, uh, definitely uh, it's still more expensive versus uh, the solutions that we mentioned, like machining and uh, injection molding. But it's also not the same exactly uh, 
usage uh, for prototyping, mm -hmm. for instance, for small series production, for customizations. Uh, definitely, uh, AM would make sense, uh, but we need still to uh, to deal with competition of uh, other technologies, which are uh, often cheaper. Um, I think data preparation and uh, being able to to design the right part is something which is uh, which is also key and where we see uh, more and more solutions are coming, but it's definitely uh, highly needed uh, to be able to deliver in uh, in 3D printing. So data preparation, scanning, scanning, optimization of design. Uh, this is what will help to scale uh, to scale application. Um, Quality, quality is also very important. Uh, how to to ensure that each part which is produced in one one job uh, has the same performance and to validate the reliability of each machine. Uh, it's definitely uh, very important when uh, going into uh, into into scale up and uh, industrial production. Um, and maybe. The last one is education to me. Uh, it's very important because uh, additive manufacturing is a is a journey. It's not only about uh, yeah, let's print a part. Uh, it's about yeah, how to how to rethink the the the, the whole process, rethink the whole part, uh, assess how it will be used, finding the right material, uh, finding reliable partners to to print. Uh, it's 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 a journey. Uh, so AM is a journey where you. Well, if you want to get the full power of uh, lightweight functionality, uh, it's, it's education is, is highly needed uh, to be able to navigate within all the, the ecosystem.